Pointillism, a technique of using individual dots of pigment which, taken together, make an image. Oh, quad. I think when you go to the movies, you should learn something. Hello, my baby. Hello, my honey. Hello, my ragtime gal. Send me a kiss barbed wire. Baby, my heart's on fire. If you refuse me, honey, you lose me. Then you'll be alone. Oh, dang it. I messed up the lyrics. Oh, baby, telephone and tell me I'm your own. Welcome to Purely Nostalgia, the podcast where we look at the movies that we liked as kids with our adult eyes, and we try to figure out if they were actually good or if we just thought they were. My name is Eli Shapsmith, and I'm the greatest good you're ever going to get, and Clint has already messed up, and we're not very far into the episode. And my name is Cliff Jazzhands Page, and I am what the French call laissez-compétent. Yep, I agree. <laughs> I'm so incompetent, I called myself Cliff. <laughs> uh, Oh, I saw a, I saw a duck today. <laughs> Go on. The, f- the first thing in our notes is duck, because <laughs> I wanted to talk about the duck that I saw today. Mm-hmm. Um, I went on a run. Congratulations! Hold, hold your applause, please. And I saw a duck. It was sitting by the water. Took a picture of it. It was a great duck. There was another that duck. That was indeed a duck. There was another. Can I move on to the second duck that I saw? Because I saw more than one duck. Yeah, you only took a picture of one duck. I took but, a picture um, of the other one. I only posted one of the pictures because I didn't oh, want to full on become a duck Instagram account, you know? The other duck yeah, that I saw too was. too many of those. <laughs> the other duck that I saw was sitting in the shadow of a trash can, like in the <laughs> shade. <laughs> and I thought that was pretty artistic. I might post that one later. I feel like that you. It, legit if you posted that to twitter and did hashtag america that would probably get like five thousand likes probably a duck sitting in the shadow of garbage that's mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah or like hashtag state state of the world honestly i'm crying like right now thinking about it are you sh- are you shaking i'm shaking on the inside mm-hmm. have i have i told you that i used to be a duck boy no I didn't tell you this. No, tell me about you no, being a okay. duck boy. I have owned three ducks in my life. Um, I'm surprised I didn't tell you this. Did you just roll a dice on the table? No, that was... <laughs> yeah, which duck will I talk about first? <laughs> Let me get um, out my duck dice. My three-sided dice. <laughs> Uh, no, my chapstick fell over. Okay. Um, that's that's no. even more pathetic. Yeah, but no, I've owned three ducks in my time. Okay, um, I owned one. If they're not named on. Huey, Dewey, and Louie, this podcast is over. They were not. I didn't own them consecutively. Okay. So, um, the first one I owned, his name was Quackers. Okay. Um, Quackers was a little baby, and I loved him to death, and he thought I was his mama, and he would follow me around. Now that is and then cute. Pre- and then Prescott put him on a bicycle, and then he fell down and broke his neck and died. <laughs> no! You don't put ducks on bicycles! They can't. I say, their little feet can't reach the pedals. I was at swim practice, and then came home, and Quackers was dead in his cage. So <laughs> Wait, wait, wait. So he fell off the bike... And Prescott put him back in his cage with a broken well, neck. Yeah. <laughs> so okay. uh, then the other two were named Daisy and Snowball. Okay. And uh, Snowball was black because, you know, why not? Mm-hmm. Um, that's funny and, because snowballs are white typically. Yeah, that's So this very is comedy. True. Yeah, and they were very sweet, too, and they also thought I was their mama, and we would uh, walk around, and I would take them down to our pond in our neighborhood, and they would swim, and then when it was ready to leave, I'd call them, and they'd come back to me. No and then, way. Yeah, no, legit. Like, <laughs> you, ducks, you are just... very, ducks are very smart. This changes um, everything for me. Why don't I have a duck? 
Yeah, really. And you have a pond, so you can take him out to play. Oh, um, goodness. But get a duck. these things, like, you know, they, Im- they imprint on you. It's called imprinting. So mm-hmm. if the, you get a baby duck to imprint on you, it thinks it's your mama. You're its mama. And if you, like, start to walk away, it'll be like, mama, and then, like, come fly after you. And they would do that when they got older, but then they got too big. And then I had to uh, fox and the hound them oh, and no. leave, leave them at a farm. That's very sad. It was sad, and it was on the 4th of July, too. So um, clear. I can remember the day because it was clearly very traumatizing for me. I'm really sorry about that. Mm-hmm. If, we, if I get a duck, what should I name it? Mason. Mason is correct, yeah. That's, <laughs> that's the best name for a duck. <laughs> Um, don't get it. Don't don't get a duck because they are very messy. Um, they poop a lot, and their poops are never solid. I feel like every time my duck pooped, I would just think it was so cute, and I I feel like, oh, it's fine. When it's a baby, yes, but when it's an adult and it can shoot three feet, then no, you you don't want to you don't want a duck. That's why you need to put a um, a mask on your your ducks your bottom your ducks anus because their poop can shoot three feet. Hmm. Um, <laughs> like Venom. <laughs> yes, just like Venom. Clint. Not like the character Venom. That's not saying the character oh, Venom. I thought you his... meant the character Venom. <laughs> no, I mean like Snake Venom. It's like you can shoot Venom three <laughs> feet. Remember that that part in Venom where Eddie Brock shoots his diarrhea three? I feet? I was just imagining when his like arm shoots out. Um, and you... <laughs> you should know we you saw this film Venom. on your honeymoon. It's true. I had bigger things on my mind. Speaking of ducks, <laughs> <laughs> there is a duck that's very special to me. His name is Daffy Duck, and they did a movie about him. Yep. Um, it could have been really flawless transition, but I just thought you, it was so you, funny. You, boff, you bit. You boffed it. It's okay. Um, there's a movie called Looney Tunes Back in Action, and they the Looney Tunes are back in action, and one of them is a duck, and his name is Daffy, not Donald. Donald is the, the Disney duck. Mm-hmm. He's not back in action. No, he never left. He never left. He's always been at it, and he's voiced by Don Cheadle. Yes, that's true. <laughs> this is a podcast where we talk about kids' movies, typically, and... Um, the movie that we're talking about today is sort of a sequel to a movie we talked about about a month ago on this show called It's Space a spiritual Jam. sequel. Um, it's a, yeah, I don't know what it is. It's not really a sequel because it totally takes place in a different reality, right? Well, kind of, sort of. I mean, Michael Jordan is in this. Yeah, they do a, so. um, a reference to Space Jam, which I thought was pretty disrespectful. Mm-hmm. Because Michael Jordan appears and they go, and Daffy Duck, I think, goes, This doesn't make any sense. And I was like, Come on, guys. It's kind of like that <laughs> X Men joke where they were like, Oh, the third movie in every series is terrible, talking about Return of the Jedi. And it was like a insult to X Men 3. And it's like, uh-huh. Don't do that. That's your franchise. <laughs> Stop it. Yeah. Hey, I found some ducks for sale, by the way. Okay, Sorry let's to hear some prices $59 for a set. A set. How many come in a set? Ten. That's, Ten baby ducklings. That is so many ducks, and I have a small apartment. Uh, that's true, and it looks like you can only buy them as a set. No, of course um, you can't separate them. What from color? What color do you want ducks? Um, I think I'd want an assortment. Like when you go, okay, to, you know, Dunkin' Donuts, and you just like give me, give me a good assortment. I'll give care. me a box. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Okay, so that would be $61 for a, a mixed set. Now, okay. I kind of think that you should get the ducks with uh, that have, like, the hair on top. Of you course. Know? Yeah. Uh, those are $72 for 10 of those bad boys. That's not expensive. It's not. So hmm. go get you. And it's $5 at Tractor Supply for a little baby. How do, how, how do you take care of them? What do you got to do for a duck? You have to have a little swimming pool for them to swim in. Um, that's first and foremost. Um, and then you give them some hay to lay in. 
and give them seed. And sometimes you, if you get a little swimming pool, you get these little baby fish, these little mm-hmm. bitty fish, and you put the fish in the pond, and then you put the duck in there, and it swims around and catches the fish, and it's really entertaining. Okay, I like that. Yeah. So you have a bathtub? No. Uh, Do you no, have? No, I have a shower. No bathtub though. Mm. I got Can a you sink. get a bathtub? I got a pretty okay. decent sized kitchen sink. Would that work? Yeah, yeah. No, uh, well, can you turn? Are you willing to turn your fridge up on its side and fill it with water? I and unplug it. Hmm, I don't think I'm willing to do that. I think I need my fridge. Okay. Um, do your neighbors have a bath? Or do okay, your upstairs neighbors do they have a bathtub? I don't know, but I I don't okay. think they would want to let me use it for my ducks. Well, and do I you also want ducks am, or not? I'm a little caught up on the fact that. You think the best solution is to turn my fridge on its side and fill that up it's with big. water, as if there's not a like a large container of water that you could use for that. Without. But it's big. It is big, but like I could buy a big container of that size. You know that wouldn't but then be a you fridge. Have to sp- you have to spend extra money. I'm trying to save you cost I, here. In this case, I would have to spend extra money on buying a new fridge. No, you just don't get one. Okay. It's warm foods for you only. Um. Anyway, back to Looney Tunes. I feel Tunes like we back do have to talk about Looney Tunes back in action because the Looney Tunes are back in action. Um, the boys are back in town. They were That's right. They're out of commission for a bit, but they're back now. Can I remind you of a conversation that you and I had? Um, I don't know, a few days ago, maybe on Friday. We're recording this later on. Uh, uh, but it was I'm cautiously saying week. yes. I don't know what you're about to say. <clears throat> well, you and I both said and agreed, unprompted, that we thought that this movie was going to be like the best we've seen in a long time. Uh, yeah, I said the best since Jurassic Park. Uh, yeah. Which might be true. I don't know. No, it's not true. Well, Sorry. I don't, I don't, no. I, I was about to say, yeah. um, I mean, if we want to go ahead and hop into it, um, do we want to talk about our personal ratings? Um, sure. Or personal yeah. experiences. Let's, let's flip things up, and then we'll get back to personal experience after that. How about that? That hey, that's exciting. Isn't that crazy? We always act like it's a surprise. It's topsy turvy day, you know. Just like Mary Poppins too. Yeah, just like yes, that's the one with Meryl Streep, right? Unfortunately. Yeah, that um, everything's upside down. It's pretty crazy. Yeah, turning turtle, I think, is what she called it. No, that's not unfortunately. That was like the best scene in that movie. I like that's that the song. scene I went to the bathroom. <laughs> really? I, that's a fun song. It was okay. You and I recorded that episode I mean, together. You were pooping you during it, so. <laughs> well, I was pooping. My, I was turning the food I had just eaten topsy turvy. Now that is funny. And now we will talk about our uh, our ratings for this movie. Um, mm-hmm. Clint, what do you think about Looney Tunes back in action? Yeah. So on a numeric level, gave it a two and a half. Out of five stars. No, so. you stupid idiot. We're doing it out of ten. How could you be oh, so dumb? We, dang. We had a deal. <laughs> Start the episode over. We talked about ducks for 20 minutes, and then you messed up again. <laughs> Sorry. Um, I gave it a two and a... Dang it. I gave it a five out of ten. Okay. I gave it a five out of ten. Now, is that like um, since that's average, that's right in the middle of what you can give a movie? Is that like a C? Um, because a I C mean, is like seventy percent. Yeah, I mean, yeah, I guess so. Because it's not like you know we're not grading it on like a curve or anything. Yeah. So okay. Yeah, I guess that would be like average. It was an average movie. It's not a fail. Yeah, not a complete fail, but it didn't really do it for you. Right. Um, okay. Um, I gave it a 6 out of 10. Um, okay. Which is more than 5. That is correct. Um, but I think it is... Uh, so I, I feel like a lot of this movie, or this episode is going to be comparing to this movie to Space Jam, right? That's That's just naturally something that's going to happen. Um, sure, and I sure. honestly was fully expecting to like this movie better than Space Jam. I'm right there with you. Didn't um, didn't happen for me. It was kind of close, yeah. Though. I, I thought like of the f- maybe the first five minutes of this movie, I was like, I'm gonna love this thing. 
but then it continued, and I didn't love it. I did not hate it, but I didn't love it. Yeah. I I pretty much... And that's it, folks. I really enjoyed the first act, um, basically through up until Vegas. Once they get to Vegas, it starts getting kind of boring, and I did not really care about anything that was happening. But Yeah, oddly enough, when they go to the, what's supposed to be a really exciting set piece, yeah. it gets to be boring. Yeah. Um, and that, se- that whole sequence was okay, and then after that, I just... I was kind of out of it. Um, This leads kind of nicely into my personal experience with this movie because, as I said, I was expecting to like this more than Space Jam. However, when I was a kid, I saw this in theaters when and it came out. Really? Okay. Yes, I did. Um, It came out in '03, so I'm a little third grade boy. Saw this in theaters. I already have said on this show that I was a big Space Jam boy, so I was like, sweet another space jam just no basketball and i'm bad at basketball so maybe i'll like this more than space jam um, was this the at, at the point you you realized you preferred art maybe so <laughs> i don't know i saw this movie and i didn't like it i was just like that was lame i think i was i remember <laughs> i don't know i just didn't like it when i saw it and i just held on to that opinion like through adulthood that like space jam's good looney tunes back in, back in action bad uh, but I think this is pretty widely regarded as the better movie. It's directed by Joe Dante. Uh, I did. I liked it better than I did when I was a kid. And I think Space Jam was just more zany for me. What do you think? Yeah. Um, I mean, I, I, with my personal experience, I, uh, I did not see this in theaters. Um, truthfully, I don't really remember the first time I saw it. But I do remember this movie coming on like Cartoon Network a lot, um, specifically during the summer, which uh, even though this movie came out like in the fall, I believe. Uh, well, actually, I don't know. But um, I- I'm taking that back. You stupid uh, idiot. I- I- I'm an idiot. Sorry. You're just saying um, things regardless saying, of whether they're true or not. I'm saying things to sound smart. Is it working? Wait, did you say it came out in the fall? Yeah. You're actually a smart boy. It was November 14th, so sorry oh. for sorry for saying you're a stupid idiot. I knew it the whole time. Um but yeah, it it uh it used to come on Cartoon Network a lot and I remember, you know, watching it. Um it was almost like my my memories of it were in like bits and pieces for a long time. Um and I feel like maybe truthfully I didn't fully see the full movie until yesterday when I watched it. Um, But I was kind of in the same mindset as you of even when I was a kid thinking like, okay, this movie is not as goofy and wacky as other ones. But then, you know, maybe when I went in thinking about it now, I was like, oh, maybe it's because I was a dumb kid and I just didn't appreciate the art that was in front of me. And I will appreciate it now. And uh, that's... It, it just wasn't as subs- it wasn't substantive um and it just wasn't as fun as i had wanted yeah um i think it is pretty goofy and loony but it like i feel like it focuses too much on what the humans are doing and it just at yes. some point becomes like a generic like kids adventure movie and the the looney tunes are off doing their own thing and it cuts back to them sometimes and i'm like yay looney tunes and that cuts back to brandon Fra- fraser doing his thing, fighting a big robot dog or whatever. And I'm like, why? Why? Yep. Yeah, <laughs> that was my my take on this, if you follow me uh, at Letterboxd, um, is that there were too many humans, and I didn't really care to, well, maybe not too many humans, but just too much of humans. And yeah. I didn't really care uh, too much about them, truthfully. Um, I Yeah, I say that, and yet also at the same time in Space Jam, I think that the the montage of the NBA players um, not knowing what to do with their lives after they're bad at basketball is peak comedy. One of the funniest things that's ever been on a movie screen. So I don't know. Well, maybe I'm just ins- at, at, inconsistent. Well, maybe to to your point with that though, they weren't playing it straight. You know, yeah, they were they were playing it very. They were playing it like cartoons. You know, they were playing it very goofy. So you know, I'm I'm trying to give you a little bit of credit. Well, here. Br- Brendan um, Fraser. Um, I will give him full credit for being very good at 
interacting with the Looney Tunes. He's sure. he's fully in it. Um, yeah, he. I, I don't personally think. I mean, you know, you're entitled to your opinions. Oh, I don't think that his performance was good, but he definitely seemed committed. Uh, yeah, I think I do disagree. I think it's a good performance because it's hard to, it's hard to interact with animated things when you can't see them, and I think he really sells it. Um, I think he's really good in the beginning of the movie. Like when he's like bickering with Daffy about stuff. Um, I think he's great. Yeah, he just, I don't know. It just kind of seemed a little too, I, he was a little scattered for me, in my opinion. Oh, this movie's uh, too scattered for me. I wish it was uh I wish it was a little more grounded. Yeah. And then Jenna Elfman, uh, kind of same thing. I think they're both pretty good at, at interacting with the cartoons, but. Um, just sure. too much of them in general. I don't care about them. Yeah. Um, at the very, I, I personally uh, got a lot of excitement, and I still do when I see this in movies where it treats cartoon characters as these like organic beings, you know, interacting in the real world with people. It's just like here is a species, here is human, here is cartoon, mm-hmm. and they're two like sentient beings interacting in the yeah, same space it's the roger rabbit thing we should do yeah that on this we need to talk about that movie on the show well <laughs> even in like roger rabbit they had toontown there is no toontown yeah. here it's just like they're all living in the same world yeah uh, and let's just get into that because i mentioned earlier that this movie is in a different reality from space jam um sure so I, th- I think that's the case because in space jam they are in their own cartoon world and then they are they suck Michael Jordan into their own world because they need him. Mm-hmm. This movie starts out, and Bugs Bunny's like a a, a star. They they have like a you know a variety show that he and Daffy are on. And you'd think it was like all the Looney Tunes together on the show, but no, like Yosemite Sam's in uh, Vegas, and then yeah, like I don't know, Marvin the Martian is like in a lab somewhere. Uh, Sylvester and Tweety were in Paris, right? Uh, no, Sylvester and Tweety were the neighbors of. Um, oh, that's uh, right, Brendan Fraser's character. But yeah. they show up later in the movie, right? At some point, they, they show up in the jungle. Yes, because they were fake. They were decoys. Fake. Yes. Correct. Okay. Spoiler alert. Sorry. Well, yeah. Sorry for spoiling that. Um, you're welcome. <laughs> you're <laughs> it's welcome. okay. <laughs> you're welcome. <laughs> Sorry, um, I'm so drunk I, right now. I guess it's possible that this could be a sequel to Space Jam if after Space Jam they go into the real world. Um, but I don't sure, think it maybe. is. I think it's supposed to be a clean reboot. Yeah, um, I thought that the animated characters looked really good in the real world. Yeah, um, that first animated sequence that it starts with, that's just like a classic Looney Tune with... Daffy and Bugs and Elmer Fudd um, mm-hmm. they go with the more classic animated style that they don't really do in Space Jam because um, in Space Jam they add like the shadows and stuff to give them a little bit more dimension and then this one yeah. they just start out like sh- it just looks like the original Looney Tunes which I really liked but then when they get into the real world it looks pretty similar to how they look in Space Jam they've got uh, it's pretty much just 2D animation but with like shadows added that make it look kind of 3D but not really and it works really yeah. well the edges are a little more rounded. Yeah, uh, it feels like. Um, I got a big kick out of um, Scooby or Scooby Doo and Shaggy yes. in the cafe giving Matthew Lillard um, a lesson on how they need to act in the Scooby Doo live action sequel. Yeah, that was um, a solid joke. Very funny, um, and it's it's even funnier because their animation looks like the original Scooby Doo <laughs> animation. Um, yeah. Instead of being like an updated version of it, they just like the frame rate's really low and stuff. It does not look like the Looney Tunes look in the real world. Um, mm-hmm. That was very funny. Um, I feel like I feel like we need a ten thousand foot view before we can move forward with this. So I can sure remember what happened in this movie. Yeah, um, I'm gonna try because this movie does kind of uh, meander. A little. I mean, they got to get a diamond, right? So we just kind of. That's did true. It. There is there it is the diamond. Uh, we um, we got to get up to the sky though. How are we? I mean, Brendan Fraser's spy car flies, so yeah, but that sucks. Um, that's true. That does suck. That does. Um, unfortunately, what you said sucks. So oh no, 
Wiley Coyote is strapping us to the front of a, a missile, and he's shooting us in the space. Yeah, that sucks less. That's fine. So is that passable? Yeah. Kablooey, we're in the okay. sky now. Kablooey. Um, yeah, so the tunes are back in town. That's the first ground rules. We got to lay that. Yep. Um, and like like you said earlier, they are celebrities. They operate like on the Warner Brothers lot. And the Warner Brothers are two physical people, which is very funny, in my opinion. Um, and they're, you know, restructuring comedy. And Daffy finds himself being fired. And as he's being fired, he's escorted out by wannabe stuntman and full-time security guard Brendan Fraser's character, who I cannot remember. His DJ. His name, name is DJ. D- yeah, DJ. That's right. Which is funny for a grown man to be named DJ. Yeah. Um there's a DJ yeah. in The Last Jedi. That's Benicio Del Toro's character. Is that his name? Yeah, his name's DJ. Okay. Uh, but <laughs> DJ uh, escorts him out and in the process um, ends up pissing off the VP of comedy um, enough to where she, and I cannot remember her name either, uh, her fires. Name Kate. Her, Kate. Okay, DJ and Kate. Um to where she fires, you know, both Daffy and uh, DJ. And uh, it turns out DJ's dad's a real famous movie star on the lot. He is a James Bond-esque character. And he goes back to his house and it turns out, oh, what the heck? My dad's a real spy. So we're in Spy Kids territory know? now. Yeah. Um, oddly enough. Hey, mm. This is a Spy Kids movie, isn't it? Yeah. I take it's it like a this spy- is a great movie. This is actually a perfect movie. <laughs> Um, and he receives a message from his dad saying, go to Vegas and meet Dusty Tails and find the blue monkey. And he's like, all right, dad. And so the blue monkey is a diamond, not a monkey. The blue monkey is indeed a diamond, not a human or a monkey. Um, and so they go to Vegas, they cap, they find the diamond, but all in the while, simultaneously, Steve Martin's character, uh, Mr. Chairman, uh, is a bad guy for the Acme Corporation, which is a made-up corporation uh, mm. that supplies weaponry to the Looney Tunes, uh, is also trying to steal the Blue Diamond because he wants to use it to uh, turn humans into monkeys so that they will be his slave labor mm-hmm. and then turn the monkeys into humans so that they will buy his product. Mm-hmm. Um, I think that's Reagan Economics. Reaganomics. Mm-hmm. Um, and... All the while, DJ and the gang, which is now Kate, uh, Daffy, and Bugs, are trying to find the diamond. They're getting stopped along the way, and antics happen, and I'm losing altitude here, or I'm gaining well, they, altitude. They, uh, they they lose, you know, they, they run into various Looney Tunes along the way in various settings. It's like, oh, that's cute. They're in the desert, so here's Roadrunner and uh, yeah. And some some of the the uh, Looney Tunes are employees of the Acme Corporation, which kind of makes sense, I guess, because like Coyote uses Acme supplies, but now he works for them. I just thought he was a customer of them. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, in a certain sense, we we all work for the man when we buy his products. That is true. Um, but the plot is foiled, and Steve Martin is turned into a monkey. And truth be told, can't remember how this movie ends. <laughs> the end. <laughs> uh, they beat the bad guys, and they win. Yeah, but like, so Brendan Fraser's character arc is that he desperately wants to be a stuntman. Mm-hmm. Does he ever become stuntman? Uh, I don't think so. But he like I don't think so has either. been a spy, so like now his dream is achieved. <laughs> yeah, but it, he there's no like catharsis at the end. It's like I like your stuff, kid. You're a stunt man now. Um. Yeah. Yeah. Uh. Okay. One of my biggest problems with this movie is Porky Pig is I think in seven seconds of the whole movie, and Porky Pig yeah. is great. Why was he not just like part of the gang? That makes me real sad. It's true. Well, he's got little legs. He's and got so little legs, yeah. He can't, he can't, you know, clomp along. Yeah, we get to uh, see him in a quick scene at the beginning, and he is complaining about PC culture, <laughs> how you can't do comedy anymore. <laughs> he's like, but yeah, you can't say anything anymore. He and uh, Speedy Gonzalez um, 
are complaining about PC culture. <laughs> yes. And then and then Daffy uh I remember one of Daffy's first lines to Kate, who is the VP of yes. comedy. Yes. He goes, Who's glorified assistant are you? I was like, yeah, oh, like, so Daffy Duck is just a sexist. This? Okay. But it kind of fits. I feel like I feel like it makes sense. Yeah, so, he's kind of reprehensible. So right, right away, we are introducing the Looney Tunes as flawed individuals. <laughs> <laughs> Which I like that. And yeah, I no, don't that's... like sexism or, you know, racism of any kind. But, uh, you know, I like that they're more dimensional than just these, you know, characters that you see on screen. I Yeah, I don't I... <laughs> I feel like when I watch the Looney Tunes, I'm not like, mm, I feel like I, they need more dimension. You know, <laughs> that's not well, what I need. In the, con- in the context of the Looney Tunes, no, but in like a fleshed out movie, it's funny to see them with, you know, real flaws, I guess. Yeah. And then B- Bugs Bunny is pretty much himself. Um, yeah. A narcissist. Right. I mean, I feel like the, the Porky Pit, I don't know. The, the Daffy Duck joke, I think is just a, a joke that wouldn't have been included in the movie if it made if they made it today. I don't think it was necessarily the joke was that like oh look Taffy's kind of sexist, but um, <laughs> uh, well the the joke with um, Pep or not Pepe Le Pew um, what's his name Speedy Gonzalez mm-hmm. and uh, Porky Pig that was included in there because Speedy Gonzalez was taken off the air and then oh that's right. Um, the Latino community like lobbied for it to be brought back. Like the Latino broadcasting age corp or, you know, lobbying group. I can't, I don't want to, you know, mislabel them of any kind, but that's basically what it was. It's a broadcasting group basically lobbied for him to be brought back. A lot of layers to this movie. Mm -hmm. Um, So is it good? uh, I don't think it's great, but I don't think it's bad. It's fine. It's a fine movie. Yeah. Yeah. I, I really liked the first half in general. Um, and like like we said, the animation I thought was pretty cool for the most part. There are sometimes in the more action-y scenes where the cartoon characters are running around and it's like chase scenes and like stuff's getting knocked over where it doesn't mm-hmm. look great, but it's like... Um, or they're like holding real things. Yes. Uh, yeah. And that, that... Yeah, some of that stuff like... It, it was pretty good for the most part. There's just a few moments where I was like, oh, this looks kind of bad. Um, what I like about Space Jam, not to keep invoking Space Jam, we can talk about this movie, you know, for sure. here at, at some point, but I like that, like, the basketball game is a, is mostly cartoon, and then, like, Michael Jordan is in there. Like, the court is pretty much animated. Um, yeah. I don't think it looks as great to have, like, an individual cartoon character running around in the real world. I do like some of the gags where they, like, run through a wall and, like, in a cartoon when something busts through a wall, it makes a very specific, like, star-shaped burst. And, like, they'll do mm-hmm. that on the real door. Like, stuff like that is fun. I it's did Looney. not. I did not like Steve Martin's character. Okay, yeah. It's time to talk about Steve Martin. This man sucks and he shouldn't be in the movie. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, okay. So I love Steve Martin just as a comedian. I've seen him perform live, and he's very funny. Um, wow. And I, I appreciate his Mr. comedy. Mr. Comedy over here. I know. I'm an official. Well, it was his like stage show that he did. It was his, uh, his show that he did with Martin Short. I, mm-hmm. I saw that, and it was very good. Uh, my friend Jonathan and I went to go see it. Um, but sorry I didn't invite you. Um, it's okay, but yeah, he sucked in this movie. <laughs> yeah, I really do not like that character at all. Just no. not even a little bit. I wish that the Acme Corporation had been like one of the Looney Tunes. They make they make them the villain, you know. Um, yeah, someone could have been the president of the Acme Corporation, and it could have been a tune. I just like I don't. The Looney Tunes are in this movie. I don't need Steve Martin wearing an orange wig and like walking weird. Yeah, it's really calling strange. Himself, calling himself hot. Yeah, he's not funny. There's nothing funny about that character. No, I agree. It, and there, I reading the reviews. You know, spoiler alert. We have hot takes later. Um, there was nothing detracting Steve Martin in this in those reviews. Uh, so, like, are we wrong? No, we're not. That he's the he the movie might be better than Space Jam without him, in my opinion. I agree. 
if he was more compelling or less stupid, maybe. Yeah. <sighs> we haven't done, we, okay, we haven't we haven't done this in a while. But this was the original concept for this podcast was that we would discuss this movie and then we would formulate our ID ideal uh, uh, yeah, we scrapped that real of this quick. Movie. We did it for like half of Spy Kids. Okay. I think. Yeah, I think so. Um so so what would make this movie better in your opinion? Go. Okay, I think you take out Steve Martin's character and you replace him with one of the Looney Tunes. I feel like I don't know. Um there, I we could decide that later, but one of the Looney Tunes could fill that role. It could make sense that one of them is the president of the Acme Corporation. That could be really funny. Um, and then I think just in the end, I, I think they need to go to less places too. Like um, they go to way too many places, and I it's kind of feels mm-hmm. like the Rise of Skywalker where they go to like nine different planets to get the thing to do the thing, and they get got to get the key to open the thing so they can get the Sith holocron so they can go to Exegol. You know, less of that. I don't need that. They just make them like go to one place and have adventures there, and then just less focus on Brendan Fraser and Brendan Fraser, Brendan Fraser and Jen Elfman. Uh, just less of them. Make it more about the dynamic between. Daffy and Bugs, because that stuff is fun. I like them being like kind of rivals and bickering because they like are on the same show together, um, and like Daffy's jealous of Bugs. I like that dynamic. More of that. Uh, yeah, I'm done. Um, so I, I get, I did get an aneurysm when you were talking about Star Wars. <laughs> uh, Sorry, but I agree with you for the most part. I would probably say either. You know, choose the Brendan Fraser character or choose the Kate character and kick the other one to the curb and make them the entirely straight character and um, yeah. have have more elevate the amount of time with Bugs and Daffy uh, or yeah, Bugs and Daffy to where they're, you know, 90% of the main characters. Yeah. Um, and then, yeah, re- replace the the Acme Corporation head. I don't know. My first thought is to make it, you know, someone like Tweety Bird or something that, you know, <laughs> some little, little thing. Yeah. Uh, but then that, that kind of feels like the live action Scooby-Doo where, da- where uh, Scrappy-Doo is trying to become, you know, a, a, a demon. But Yeah. Uh, <laughs> yeah, I don't yeah, know who weird. the best tune for that would be because, like, Elmer Fudd's too dumb. He's not really even a villain. He's just, like, a guy that's dumb that Bugs Bunny tortures, you know? Um, mm-hmm. I don't know. I mean... It could be. It could even be something as funny as like, who did they have? Like, it's Jeff Gordon the whole time. <laughs> yeah. yeah, you see him at the beginning. It's like, oh, it's evil Jeff Gordon. Like, it could be somebody that is like, you know, unsuspecting at the beginning. That's a real character. You yeah, know? I guess. And then turns out that they're. I don't know. I it think, doesn't need to. We don't need okay, to see him I found throughout out the, the movie best anyway. version. Okay, it's Bob Newhart. Um, uh. Old old comedian Bob Newhart. I don't know if you if don't I'm know who that. that is. Do you know who Bob Newhart is? Yes, I know who Bob Newhart is. Oh, okay, well I didn't know, um, but I just think that would be funny if he was just like the janitor on the lot or whatever, and then turns out he's the head of the Acme Corporation the whole time, just because he's got those like sad droopy dog eyes, and I just think that'd be really funny. Yeah. Um... Yeah, I think it could be... You don't need the villain to be in the movie throughout, I guess, is my main thing. Um, I just don't... Yeah. Every time they cut to him, I'm like, no, go back to Bugs and Daffy. Yeah. Or... Or just pull us a Space Jam. Make it Danny DeVito. But make him a cartoon alien. (laughs) Who... What's that... What's that dog? Is he... No, he's not Looney Tunes, I don't think. Um, Are you talking about the sad dog guy? Yeah, I don't think he's Looney Tunes. Yeah, that's what I thought. You yeah. stupid, stupid boy. What's his name? Uh, sad Dog Man, I think. <laughs> I'm going to Google this. Sad Huckleberry dog. Hound? Sad Dog Man. No, Huckleberry Hound's different. Oh, no, he's um, not the sad, sad Dog Man. Yeah, wh- who's the sad one? Huckleberry Hound is just a blue dog. Yeah, yeah, Sad Dog Man. Huckleberry Hannah. Hound's sad friend is what I'm Googling. <laughs> Hanna-Barbera. <laughs> No, not Huckleberry Hound. <laughs> That's what Droopy. Sad dog, Hanna Barbera. Droopy. Yeah, yeah, he's a droopy dog. 
is a droopy dog. Um, That's my impression of droopy. That was pretty funny. That's not actually that bad of an impression, but it does sound exactly like your Jeff Bridges impression and exactly <laughs> like your, um, uh, what's the guy's name? Alan Snape. Rickman. Yeah. <laughs> Alan Rickman, Jeff Bridges, and Droopy Dog. You have the exact same impression for them, and it somehow works for all of them. And John Goodman. <laughs> okay, okay. We got to do an experiment here. Okay, I'm you ready. You need to come up with one sentence, and you're going to say it as all four of those people. Uh, I, I, I will need you to rapid fire um, the impressions at me so that I... Okay, yeah. The sentence well, is, uh, welcome to Purely Nostalgia, the podcast where we look at the movies that we liked as kids with our adult eyes. That's going to take so long. Okay, okay. I'm this... Googling random sentence generator. Yeah, we couldn't just think of one, could we? Um. So the sentence is, it would have been a better night if the guys next to us weren't in the splash zone. (laughs) (laughs) Yes, that's it. Okay. Okay. Ready? Hold on. Mm. Uh, Yes, I'm going to get through this, I promise. Okay, Alan Rickman. (laughs) Oh, man. Hold on. Uh, (laughs) It would have been a better night if the guys next to us weren't in the splash zone. (laughs) Jeff Bridges. (laughs) It would have been a better night if the guys next to us weren't in the splash zone. (laughs) (laughs) Droopy. (laughs) It would have been a better night if the... (laughs) It would have been a better night if the guys next to us were in the splash zone. Uh, John Goodman. Uh, Beans. What is John Goodman? It would have been a better night if the guys next to us weren't in the splash zone. (laughs) I think that's my favorite sentence I've ever heard. Oh, that's the best one. I'm crying. There are tears Um, streaming down my face. Here's another sentence. Who are you good at impressions with? Um, I can't do impressions. That's not my thing. Right, you you got to be good at... Are you good at um, Mario? Yeah, I can <laughs> do Mario. I can, I, can, I can do Mario for sure. Okay. Um, let me find a random sentence for you. Okay. Okay. I met an interesting turtle while the song on the radio blasted away. That totally fits for Mario is the thing. He meets interesting turtles all the time. That's true. That's true. Well, that's like his whole thing is meeting interesting turtles. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Okay. Go ahead. Uh, Say the sentence one more time. I met an interesting turtle while the song on the radio blasted away. I met an interesting turtle. (laughs) <laughs> Why the song on the radio blasted away, Mamma Mia? Yep, that was great. Yeah, that's pretty good. Yeah, good job, good work. Kind of sound like Doofenshmirtz from Phineas and Ferb, but <laughs> that's your impression—is Doofenshmirtz. Yeah. Anyway, do you remember the movie Looney Tunes back in action? This is a movie that only '90s kids remember, if you ask me. Mm-hmm. Yeah, even though it came out in the 2000s. Yeah, it's a 90s kids movie. Um, yes. So are we ready to put a bow on this one? Or I, I feel like we didn't talk about it that much. I, let me look up through my notes and make sure there's nothing else I needed to say. Okay, I had a couple lol moments. Do you want me to say what those were? Yeah, tell me what you lol that, and then I jog something for me. A couple of good jokes. Um, one of the lol moments was when <laughs> Brendan, Pre- Brendan Fraser says, did you see those mummy movies? I'm in them way more than Brendan Fraser is when he's talking about his work as a stuntman. Uh-huh. Um, pretty yes. funny. True. Um, and then the other lol moment was uh, the, um, the psycho scene where she opens the shower curtain and bugs yeah, in the shower. Yeah, that was funny. That was pretty funny. I but the the specific part of that that made me lol was when he has a a can of chocolate sauce that he's pouring. Yeah. <laughs> as the blood. Um 
Which and, they uh, did that in Psycho. Did you know right. that? Right. I remember that was a fun fact that like my dad would tell me all the time because he's like he's a oh. Hitchcock man. Like, hey, you you know they did blood with chocolate sauce in that movie. Like, cool. Um, yeah. And then the Michael Jordan joke just made me mad. I was like, come on, guys. Respect this man. So that wasn't a lol moment. That was no. a humph moment. That was a humph moment. I crossed my arms and kind of rolled my eyes a little bit. Um, that was not an XD. That was a, uh, um, an UG. Yes. A UGH. Um, yeah, I think I think that's pretty much everything I have to say about this movie. Um, I agree. It's fine. Um, I, I feel like I probably made it sound like I dislike it more than I did. And I don't dislike it. It just wasn't my favorite. I mean, I'll be honest, I was a little let down um, by the movie. I thought, I thought, and maybe it's, you know, shame on me a little bit, but I was, I was kind of going into it with the mindset of that this was going to be great. But, you know, shame on me. Yeah, I think if, I think honestly, if I hadn't texted you and said like, this is going to be our best movie in a long time, I think if we hadn't had that conversation, maybe both of us would have enjoyed it more. I was like, I had high expectations. Um it's fine. So it's what you're saying movie. is that this is your fault that we're yes. not enjoying it as much? Okay. I, I take the full full blame. Because honestly, um, not to spoil everything about this episode, but I think I'm going to answer yes to all three of our questions, to be honest. Like, it's a fine movie. I don't know. Maybe sure. I'll change my mind. Um, sure. After I hear some second opinions from other folks on the web, because it's time for... What's the segment called? Hot takes. From online? Hot takes from online. That is correct. That is when I scour the internet, and by the internet I specifically mean IMDB, and I read what other folks thought of this. Um, and so I have three at the moment. I um, feel like my new brand is intentionally doing a decent transition and then intentionally blowing it on purpose. Um, mm-hmm, like I don't you know just why. did. When, like, when I do a decent transition, I'm like, oh, I got to mess up now. Um, right. Oh, like why. you don't you, you don't want to seem too you know too good at your job. Yeah, people like this show because it's a little rough around the edges. You know, we don't know what we're doing. We're just a couple of goofballs. I'm just giving the, the people of, what they want. That's all, folks. Fun fact. Um, did you know that I used to have to go to speech therapy for a stutter? No, I did back when I was a kid. So I've always wondered, like, what. Um, what is that like? Like, what kind of exercises did they have you doing? Uh, we did a lot of tongue twisters, and truthfully, and, you know, I do it on this podcast sometimes, too, or, you know, I'll, I'll stutter, or, like, I just did, or I'll get kind of scatterbrained, but mainly it was just kind of showing you ways to circumvent the stuttering, you know, which is more or less just kind of focusing or taking pauses or just, you know, waiting your turn. Uh, waiting, taking, take, waiting for your brain to catch up to what you're trying to say, um, is kind of what it is. But uh, you know, a lot of tongue twisters. You know, you have your trouble words. Um, I can't really remember what mine were. Do they make you mine, say "abadi abadi PC culture has destroyed comedy. Yes. Who's the director of Joker? Todd Phillips. Yeah, Todd Phillips is a big fan of this movie. But yeah, time for hot takes. So uh, the first one that I have is just the title, and uh, it's from Natasha Bowie Pinky. Uh, Natasha Bowie Pinky, and this review is not even really um, funny per se. It's just she's wrong. So Natasha Bowie Pinky gives it a 5 out of 10 and says, too loony for me, Mm. which I selected that for you specifically because, Natasha, it ain't loony enough, truthfully. Yeah, in my opinion, could have used some more looniness. I agree. They're just like um, trying to so find a diamond. Like, who? Come on, <laughs> make the Looney Tunes trying to make them try to beat some aliens in basketball. I don't want the Looney Tunes to find a diamond. Make them find a basketball. Yeah, make them find a basketball. The basketball. Um, this next one comes from Rafael Domingo. One of uh, the Ninja so Turtles. Yes, uh, sure. Uh, Rafael Domingo gives it a 4 out of 10 and says, awful from head to feet, which is not a phrase. <laughs> That's not what the <laughs> phrase is, Rafael. Awful from head to feet. 
And uh, he says, this is one of the worst animated movies ever made. Why? Because of everything. It's I don't even know. animated, mostly. It, yeah, it's actually, like, mostly live action. Um, because of everything. I don't know what the hell is happening. I, in Sean Winston's head, who commented about this film and said this was the best movie ever made. Maybe because he is a kid and doesn't really know how to rate a film. Let me let me remind him. Wow. Wait, who is he yeah, calling out here? Uh, Sean Winston. Wa- Should I know Watson. who that is? Sean Watson. I don't know. Uh, he's a kid apparently. So, okay. Um, so let me remind him that there are many things to make a good comedy film. First is the story. Was uh, what was the point of the story of the movie to get the blue monkey? That's not even a story. A good example is Tootsie. Wait, what? That's not even a story. A good example is Tootsie. Tootsie. The Dustin Hoffman movie. This is his counterexample telling them (laughs) how to to have a good story. Now, in his defense, Tootsie is a very good movie. Yeah, but why is that the one he goes to? Hey, man, some people compare movies to Tootsie. Some people compare them to Arrival exclusively. It's their, it's their own true. thing. Okay. Should we so, compare this movie to Tootsie? Should that be our fourth question just for this episode? We won't like Yes. <laughs> I should probably say I haven't seen Tootsie, so. Oh, uh, Tootsie's great. Okay. Uh, it's a very good movie. Um, Dustin Hoffman is fantastic in it. He plays a woman. Um, well, he plays a man trying to be a woman to get a part on a soap opera. Mm. Um, so, um, and this final run, uh, comes from Holla Laughter. Um, Holla Laughter gives it a eight out of 10, a good one. And, um, says reviews died because it wasn't adult content enough. How wrong they were. Reviews died because Wait. it wasn't adult content enough. Reviews How wrong died? they were. Reviews died because it wasn't adult content enough, how wrong they were. I'm still trying to figure out what this means. Oh, I'll read the review. Um, Oh, oh, I thought that was it. Okay. No, (laughs) that's just the title uh, from Hollow Laughter. Um, It says, I could not agree with you more than the rates of Looney Tunes movie just missed the boat, the train, the point, and the punchline. But I think they were looking for more sex blood. <laughs> more se- There's no comma. <laughs> uh, they were looking for more sex blood, violence thrill, profanity, and nudity. They reflect the times with more people who would rather see these things than watch a wholesome family-oriented piece such as this. This movie is rated PG for one reason, Yosemite Sam's mouth. And... <laughs> and, and uh, <laughs> And even there, the worst thing he says is our old favorite replacement of the F word, Fragnabbit. I don't think that's why this movie was PG. <laughs> no, there are a lot more things in it. Um, there wasn't enough sex blood, so, or, or violence thrill. Fragnabbit. Ugh. Our old favorite, we used to say it around the house all the time, Fragnabbit. We should start saying that on this show. That would be, uh, you know how you use the dolphin noise to bleep out cusses? Uh-huh. It should just be Yosemite Sam saying frag nabbit. Okay. Well, you did say a bad word at the beginning of the episode, so maybe I'll put in frag nabbit then, and then people will frag be like, why, why did he do that? And then they'll get to the end of the episode, and they'll be like, oh, it all makes sense. Ah, oh, that's why. Yeah. And then maybe when I do that, this will finally be a good podcast. Doubt it. So that was hot takes, folks. Thank you. Uh, um, great, great episode of hot takes. Um, a lot of great opinions going around online about this movie. Glad everyone got a chance to voice their opinion. But ultimately, none of their opinions matters because we have to put this movie through the gauntlet that we put all of our movies through where we ask three questions of it. Number one, is this good for kids? Number two, is this good for adults? And number three, does it stand the test of time? And number four, is it as good as Tootsie? Yeah, I'm. Yeah, I think I'm just gonna have to guess based on what I think 
I would think about the movie Tootsie. So, um, okay. Yeah. Can so, I give you a, a, can I, can I, can I give you a brief synopsis? Um, I, I kind of would like, like to do it based on just the poster alone, which I am looking at. Okay. That's fine. <laughs> that's all you need to know. <laughs> yeah. Okay. So to question number one, is this movie good for kids. Yeah, it's good for kids. It'll do for kids. I do think that it it's like on the edge, personally. Of glory? Um, on the edge of glory with Lady Gaga. But um yeah, I mean it's 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 teetering on the edge. If it had a little more a little more loony and a little more toony, it would definitely be good for kids. But right now it's it's getting a pass. It's saying I'm saying yes. Yeah, I'm saying yes too. Even though I remember not loving it as a kid, I think that was just me expecting it to be another Space Jam, and it wasn't. And that was unfair of me to put upon the movie. I think it's a pretty good movie for kids. So yes, that is a heavy burden to a heavy to Space burden Jam. to bear. Um, yes. Number two, is it good for adults? Um, I mean, I don't think that is bad for adults, but I'm actually gonna say no on this one. Wow. Yeah. I mean, it's kind of boring for the most part, I think. So I'm going to say okay. no. Um, I think I'm saying yes, but it's, again, it's right on the edge. I think it's a fine movie. I enjoyed most of it. Got a little bored yeah. toward the end, but, um, yeah, I think, so. yeah, yeah, I'm saying yes. Um, number okay. three, does it t- stand the test of time? For you, um, for me, I mean, I think that now I enjoyed it more than when I did as a kid. So by, you know, the value of diminishing returns, yeah, I mean, it got better for me. So I'm gonna say yes. Yeah, that's interesting that that's true for both of us. Uh, that we were both underwhelmed by this movie, but also liked it more than we liked it when we when we were kids. Right. So we must uh, have really not liked it that much as kids. Yeah. Um. But yeah, I think for me it does stand the test of time just because, um, yeah, I liked it better than I did when I was a kid. So I'm giving it three yeses. You're giving it two yeses, and we still have one more question. Is it as good as Tootsie mm-hmm. to you? It is not as good as Tootsie. Okay. Um, I'm looking at the poster for Tootsie. It's got Dustin Hoffman wearing a dress with the American flag in the background. It says uh-huh. Dustin Hoss- Hoffman is Tootsie. Um, yeah. It's a pretty and he, good and he talks poster. like this. This is how he talks as Tootsie. He's very dramatic and has a southern accent. That sounds kind of fun. Sounds like a mm-hmm. like a fun like SNL type thing. Yeah, and Bill uh, Murray's in it. Yeah, I don't think it's as good as Tootsie <laughs> based on the data okay. that I have in front of me. I think Tootsie's better. <laughs> so, All right. uh, so I'm giving it a three out of four. You're giving it a two out of four, which that is correct. makes it a five out of eight. Where does that put us? And it's I, I can't remember our scale. I think it walks. I, I think mean, you're right. We've never we've never really hammered it out. Uh, it it's walks. above the halfway point, but only by one point. So I think it's if we're like clumping together numbers for it to go into the Raptors, it has to be like a six or like a six to eight. I think is a pass or is is a Raptor vote. Yeah, I think ultimately what it comes down to is we do the questions and then we look at the results and then we decide how we feel <laughs> based on the data that we have. Yeah. Of where it should go. <laughs> and for me, I think this movie should walk. I don't think we're feeding it to our raptors, but it's not going to hell. Yeah, I think that's that's kind of the best it can achieve at this time. So it walks out of the gym and we throw rocks at it, like in the movie Shrek 3. Hey, I got to ask you, are uh-huh. you really excited about our next few episodes? I'm so glad you asked me because the answer is yes. We have probably the greatest thing ever planned. Um, And this isn't even a bit at all. I'm genuinely so excited about what we're doing next on the show. Um, Would you like to tell... the? Let's announce what our next episode is and then use that to lead in to what our grander plan for the summer is. Sure. So So what's our next movie? Our our next movie that we're going to be chatting about is... Lilo and Stitch. Now, this is a movie about a little girl with an alien, and they live on the beach in Hawaii, and that is very cool, because I like aliens and spaceships, and I love the beach, 
These are two of my mm-hmm. favorite things, and they are both in one movie. Well, um, we did have a conversation over the weekend where you did say you preferred the beach over space. Uh, totally oh, unrelated. That's true. To this. No, well, no, I said the ocean over space. I would rather explore the ocean than space because I'm really curious about what's deep down there in the ocean. Fine. Uh, in a- in space, there's aliens. Who cares about them? <laughs> right. Of course. But I'm Marvin the Martians. I don't care about them. Um, Lilo and Stitch is a lead up, <laughs> or we we are kind of purposing it for a lead up to our series, which will take up the three episodes that will release in July. Um, and we are doing a little thing called Shark Month. It's oh, shark man, week. so excited. <laughs> it's a Discovery Channel. That's cute that y'all do a Shark Week. That's real cute. Well, guess what? We're doing Shark Month. A whole month of sharks. So, yeah, so the June 17th episode for Lilo and Stitch will be, you know, that's like our Thanksgiving if Christmas is Shark Month. It's like, we're you know we just get to get together and be excited about shark month because you know there's not really any sharks in that movie but there are there's plenty of beach do you know when shark week 2020 is when is it i i tried to find it earlier and i couldn't april 2nd wait what we missed shark week no it that was in be april right. there, there's there's shark no week way kicks Shark Week kicks off eight days of programming Sunday Discovery Channel on April 2nd, 2020. That's insane. Why is it in the spring, you Why, idiots? You did they do it. it early because of um, if there was a um, coronavirus or something? But uh, but that would be crazy. <laughs> but it was in the middle of coronavirus. Yeah, I know. And, That's what I'm and, saying. Like Because everyone's at home, like they're doing Shark Week early. That's bad, guys. That's bad. Well, hey, everyone that missed Shark Week, you get a dang shark month from us. That's yes, that's great. I mean, that was not even really Shark Week. That was fake. Didn't even happen. <laughs> Didn't yep. even exist. We're doing Shark Month. Uh, so Lulu and we Stitch, own Shark I, Month. <laughs> I plan to in our next episode spend a lot of time just being excited about Shark Month. Um, <laughs> but we'll talk about Lulu and Stitch because Lulu and Stitch is a great yeah. movie. It is the beginning of Shark Miss, Elisha. It is. It's beginning to look a lot like Shark Miss. This is actually a bit that we started like five years ago. Yeah. Shark Miss. Right? Shark Miss. Yep, that is, that is correct. Um, so, and to tease, you know, later down the road, even, and, and, you know, this could very well change. This could. So if you're hearing this now and it does change, I'm sorry, or if I'm jumping ahead. But, Maybe even in August, we might we might do a little special recording, not in our usual setting. Uh, it's possible. Yeah. Well, you're putting it out there, and so now I think it just became more of a serious possibility. We'll see yeah, what the that's world true. looks like then, but I really would like can to I go, try and do that. What? Can I go ahead and say what it is? Uh, let's, let them, let's let them guess. Let's leave them guessing. Okay, let's leave them guessing. But I think that it would be very fun. I think so, too. So we haven't even said what, they're, what our shark must shark shark month movies are should we just release the whole roster should we tell them yeah let's just run let's just run our deck all right i'm gonna say the date and you say the movie okay july 1st jaws the the least kid-friendly movie we've ever covered on the show (laughs) very much not a children's movie but it is pg and we've covered pg-13 movies so i think it's true and i i did see it as a kid Yes, I saw it as like a a preteen, like I think late middle school or early high school. Um, Mm. So a teen. That's late, I think, in my opinion. How? That's not that late. Leave me alone. For an ocean boy, that's late. It's this is one of the greatest movies of all time. Um, Yes. Don't don't get mad at me for not seeing shark for not seeing Jaws (laughs) early enough. I'm mad at you now. Fine. I feel defensive. Um. (laughs) Our next, yeah, there's a lot of blood in this movie. Very much not a kid's movie. It's about a kid, people yep. getting eaten by sharks. But um, we love this movie, so we're going to talk about it because it's Shark Month, baby. Uh, July 15th, what are we doing? Finding Nemo. Nemo, where is he? we got to find him. Um, this He's is got our some least, shark buddies. Yeah. This is our least shark-themed movie of Shark Month, but, you know, you know, there's sharks in it. There's like a whole bunch of them. So there's like a whole action yep. sequence where they're getting chased by sharks. So good enough for me. Yep. Agreed. And then July 29th, 
Shark Tale. Starring Martin Scorsese. Mar- Is Martin Scorsese in it? Uh, and William Smith. Yes. As Robert fish. De Niro. Um, as, as Shark. I'm just so excited to revisit all of these movies. I know. I'm going to listen to my Beach Boy album that I bought so much. I'm so excited. Mm-hmm. This is the beach podcast now. For that the is next... true. I'm going. I'm going to the beach in um, July. For the next six weeks, weeks this is a beach podcast. That's all it is. Um, yep, it's so, island time on this podcast, folks. So uh, you can look forward to that. Shark Month is upon us. Look forward to next week when we um, build momentum for Shark Month. With the movie Lilo and Stitch, which is on Disney Plus, I would imagine. So you have no oh, excuse. Yeah. Everyone has everyone I, has Disney Plus except Clint, so I'll get it for this. Yeah, you might as well get it for the next month because uh well, only two of them will be on there, but That's true. Well I think Lilo and Stitch is also on Netflix. It can't be on both. So, There's no way. Yeah, it's on both. I just looked it up. It's not on Netflix. I don't know what you're talking about. I'm looking at what? it now. <laughs> I just Googled. You're out of your mind. So Shark Month coming up soon. Um, you should follow us on all of our social media. We have a Twitter account. It's at Purely Nostalgia. We have an Instagram account. It's out. <laughs> I can't talk. I'm too excited mm-hmm. about Shark Month. It's mm-hmm. at Purely Nostalgia Pod. And then I have a Twitter account. It's at Elisha P. Smith. I also have a letterbox. And uh, I'm not going to plug TikTok today because TikTok is um, for babies. <laughs> good, 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 good. Um, but yeah, uh, I also have uh, social media. You can follow me at Clint JH Page on Twitter and letterbox. The JH does stand for Jazz Hands. Don't forget it. I feel like a lot of people forget about the JH standing for jazz hands. That's true. Um, oh, and if you like what you hear, give us a review. Five stars on iTunes goes a long way to make sure that we are at the top of the charts for nostalgic and purely based content. Yeah, don't forget about the purely based content. You want to uh, check our check our status with purely poop? Yeah, yeah. I think let's check it one last time. Um, I feel like we we're are. Gonna- Still above them, so... Perfect, okay. Yep, we're Um, good. We beat them. Well, we'll see you in two weeks for the lead-up to Shark Month, and uh, I think that'll do, Donkey. We'll see you soon. And Skanath for listening. Have you seen Shark Tale? I've seen Shark Tale. Do you know who else is in Shark Tale? Will Smith. Yes, but Jack someone else. Black. That is even more mind-blowing. Renee Zellweger? Martin Scorsese. Martin Scorsese. <laughs> <laughs> what? Yeah. Can we talk about Shark Tale right now? <laughs> I know. I want to, too. But we, It's, it's going to be our culmination of Shark Tale. And Angelina Jolie. <laughs> <laughs>